It's a kerfuffle if I ever saw one. Welcome to Superhouse episode 67. This time around, we're going to try a futurism section where we talk about all kinds of weird things that they make you for your dinghy. With <laughs> artificial intelligence involved. Mm. Strap in, you sons of guns. Wow, dude, that was amazing. Thank you for bringing us in, man. <laughs> so I'm sounding different today. Uh, just a disclaimer, hey. because my mic, I left. Now my mic is here, but I left my laptop at work, so I'm calling in on my iPad with some Apple earbuds. Um, anyway, a hum. Does anybody got a, a hum going on in the background? Oh, shit, hold on, I got a air conditioner. Maddie, <laughs> thank you, right. Matthias. Gracias. Uh, my, yeah, my dog's trying to. Got a sweat for this fucking podcast, apparently. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, serve it for your art. <laughs> Sorry, Maddie. I do appreciate it. <laughs> Anything for Superhouse. Woo! So, uh, <laughs> I thought of the futurism, futurism segment basically from you guys doing that uh, robot sex toy thing on uh, the Superhouse nice. Mini. Um, I thought that was a really cool idea. I don't know if we'll do this every time, but, you know, there's a lot of interesting things going on in, in that part of the world and it is kind of or that part of part of life i don't know what you call it so uh anyway yeah, um definitely the brave new world man we're in a we're in a crazy time now <laughs> yeah it's getting crazier and crazier sometimes it seems like cavemen that have access to like high technology bronze <laughs> age brains with nuclear age technology oh shit at least we got that so, new kendrick uh, album to get us through True. Oh yeah, that new Kendrick is the dong diggity dong 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 ding dong dong. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Woo. Uh, that's a back door. What should we, what, back what door should we lead with? <laughs> well, I, I, since we're let's just try the futurism thing. Let's see how it right. how it goes, Sounds boys. Good. But uh, anyway, we got to break it down because I didn't get to watch. I watched like half of the first video and then. All right, I no problem. Back to masturbating. <clears throat> all right. All right. So there's two things, <laughs> both too. Elon, both Elon Musk related. Uh, okay. Basically, it's 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 been in the news the past few weeks or so, uh, maybe longer, but I've only known about it for the past few weeks. Um, for item number one, Elon Musk thinks we're living in a simulation. Yeah. Item number two, Elon Musk thinks that we're going to need universal basic income. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's address the first one. Elon Musk thinks we're living in a simulation. To me, personally, yeah. this goes all the way back to whenever I first watched The Matrix. Because after yeah. that, every jag-off in high school was like, bro, what if it's true? <laughs> what if it's true, bro? We really could be living in The Matrix. And then at the time, I was like, you're a fucking idiot. This is definitely real. This is the real world. <laughs> no, I mean, I, like I can touch it. Yeah, I can touch it, and <laughs> I can feel it, and it's all good. But, you know, now, on the molecular level, we're just the feedback. From what? Between molecules. The molecules, like when you touch your hands together, they're not actually, nothing's actually touching on the molecular level. It's the, it's the vibration that's sending information to your brain of those molecules re repelling against one another. True. Fun little quantum tidbit. Right, and like one of the things that blew my mind. This is probably just a tangent, but uh, like if everything in the universe is made of atoms, matter all matter is atoms. I don't know how dark matter works, but anyway, that's another yeah. story. But yeah, everything's made of atoms. The air is atoms. The table's atoms. I'm not sure how electricity works. Well, it's electrons, I guess. Anyway, kind of bullshit in here, obviously, but. It's just different types of atoms all of, all on top of each other. So the whole fucking universe is an uh, is an atomic field of some sort, yeah. Vibra and it's all vibrating. Or the parts in between, or the parts of yeah. the subatomic particles are vibrating. So it's this vibrating atomic field, and the only thing that we see is how we all see, how humans see, which is a normal reality. 
yeah. uh, well, normal to us. Um, Which it's possible that that's all conditioned but, but, perception. Anyway, go ahead. Well, it's definitely conditioned. So we're, so, you know, maybe it goes back to like the simulation thing. What is real? What isn't? But um, the thing that gets me about the Elon Musk shit is, he says he says it's like it's pretty much like a. He's saying it's like a hundred percent possibility, but I mean a hundred percent. It's he he's saying that it's a hundred percent chance. Uh, or 99% chance that it's that it's a reality that we are living in simulation. But I, do, I, do I wonder. Physics... Sorry, go ahead. I, I was I was going to say, do any of the physicists um, who ascribe to this theory, as far as you know, have any idea of what type of simulation that might be, or that it's just too far too advanced for us to even understand? I think that a lot of this stuff. As far as I know, anyway, from just watching documentaries and stuff, it's all so highly theoretical. A lot of the times, yeah. it's they're trying to prove it with just high-end math. You know, there's not, there's yeah, no fucking, right. there's no fucking straightforward evidence that there's anything other than this and universe. If you don't know that language, yeah. And if you can't understand that language, then well, to put it in terms of like fucking cats meowing, just yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you think about the simulation theory? I, I, I think that I just want to know. I don't really buy it immediately. I mean, I think it's a possibility, but I don't. I, 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 the, the fact that I think people go insane whenever they, they hear, oh, we're living in simulation. Nothing's real, bro. Yeah. You know, I yeah. think like everybody's hippie part of their brain like really wants to believe in that stuff. But for me, I, I, I think that while it's a possibility, I don't get all too excited about it. Yeah, I think it's the, what's most interesting. Interesting is now we have like a legitimate dude in the forefront of technology saying it, saying it with like a hundred percent confidence is what it seems like. So that's yeah. that's one of the more different things. It's not some sci-fi jerk off talking at a com- comic convention. <laughs> it's Elon Musk saying it sure. at real, at real like uh, you know um, science lectures science and lectures and shit, TED talks and shit. You know so. That's the different thing about it. And yeah. like, if it is true, then you have other questions too. You have like, who made the simulation? Why do we feel so right. much pain in simulation? It, it, do we leave the simulation when we die? Or, or, or is there like a, a, a ghost version of ourselves that is in this simulation? Uh, yeah. Is this yeah. simulation yeah. like, is, do, are we, do we, should we think about in the same terms of like playing like an advanced version of The Sims? Or is it some like, other kind of technology yeah it's like there's so many questions that can arise from this shit and i i think that you can think about it a lot but i don't know if i mean never say never but a lot of it's just people thinking right now you know there's and and maybe some some math but there's no actual evidence as far as i know what do you think stefan i about the whole simulation thing i think you, what I think of initially, I think, is Schrodinger's cat, is what it's called, where like, um, you know, particles don't become defined until they're observed. Well, that okay. Been, there's a lot of like weird. Yeah. No, that no, no. That's well, that's related. But Schrodinger's cat is. Uh, what is Schrodinger's it's, cat? It's an analogy. It's not a real thing, but it's. Right. You don't know if the cat is alive or dead unless you look at the cat in the box. Right. That's the basic thing that it's trying to say. But, However, I believe it's what, but, the, but the underlying yeah. thing there though, with quantum mechanics, as far as I know, maybe I'm just jerking around here from some shit I heard off yeah, yeah. Kaku on YouTube, but <laughs> the quantum state of superposition, the superposition being both live and dead at the same time until it's observed, it's, it remains in that superposition. Yeah. Again, I don't know where the analogy yeah. ends and where the reality of this co- like begins, but right. that's that's Schrodinger's cat. I think if we are living in some kind of simulation, I think it's more unlikely that we're. It's not like an alien presence or an advanced AI like in the movie The Matrix. Although you're sounding more that... robotic and it's kind of cool, but in this instance, <laughs> you're kind of breaking up a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, am I still bad? Little, you just got bad a little bit. Better. No. Fuck me in the goat house. Wiggle, wiggle a quarter round, bro. 
uh, wiggling cords. Uh, Still shitty? Yeah, a little bit. My internet connection might Joby, be kind of whack. It's rainy. It. it sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, I doubt it's... I, I'm not hearing it. Uh, I hope it's not going to sound like that on the recording. That was, so, well, but, since you're recording um, it this time, it might be okay if you hear it fine. But... Maybe I'm not sure. Different. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. Can, can, you, can you start over again um, for editing purposes? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, <clears throat> about the whole simulation thing, I think it's I think it's a lot more unlikely that it's an alien, advanced alien race that's built the simulation, or that it's an AI that's built the simulation for us. I think it's more likely that our the world we live in is thought driven. Um, I think there's a physical component to that and there's the perceptive component to that. Um, and I think, I would think this simulation that we think we're all in is, is a product of our minds and kind of a collective conditioning, um, of beliefs and like belief structure and perception structure of what the, the world is like, you know, like the reason why you know we see a car and everybody you don't have to say hey that's a car to the person next to you and like reiterate that everybody kind of knows <laughs> so like a, a perceptive kind of way where we have these cues that we all agree on and that kind of like fuels this the illusion of this reality um outside of possibility or the possibly being like a soul driven kind of reality that we're in some some kind of like you know, I guess like in the matrix, you would have the person's mind and body in the pod, and then you'd have their mind experiencing this other physical realm within the matrix. I think it's, it's both like this physical component and our minds showing us that certain things that we see, we believe, you know what I mean? It's like that old analogy of like the Aztecs didn't see, or the Mayans didn't see the ships on the water. They just saw the movement on the water. So, unfathomable to them well there's there's, there's that that i mean that is an interesting concept but i think that a lot of that gets blown out of proportion they might have they probably just saw and just sure, didn't know what the sure. fuck it was I, my 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 well right i'm not i'm just saying it's like that kind of thing my my point is that um i think it's very likely that we're generating our own reality uh around these physical animal beings that we are living in the world like you know things like colors and um um i don't know <laughs> colors and tastes and stuff like that like things that you don't need to to agree upon with other people but i don't know it's like you know like that like when when somebody says like perception is your reality you know what i mean i think that's very true about the state of reality we live in and if there's any kind of simulation i think it's a, it's, it's a mentally like psychically driven simulation I mean that I think that's that might be just part of it where you, let's but your brain is still in let's say the earth and you're watching things in okay it's hard to explain so you if you're watching those things whatever those things are something it, I think that what he's saying is the the, the simulation something is creating those things whatever it is that you're looking whatever it is on the earth uh-huh. and then all, the simulation is also creating the humans and their brains yeah so and one of the things that was interesting about the video was that it actually could bring us back around to religion in some way uh-huh. because there is a creator in some sense some master yeah. programmer the architect you know uh, but it's not sure. necessarily a, a god of the Bible type. It's yeah. just uh, e- either an advanced alien be- being or advanced humans. Why yeah. they would want to create uh, earlier versions of themselves just for entertainment, I don't know. What yeah. the fuck was a Holocaust all about? You know, yeah. that's fucked up. If they, <laughs> if that's, <laughs> that's one, you know one what I mean? The- yeah, one of my theories is that we're not actually – you know the time and space we're living in the moment now 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 you know that's that's a part our state of being um but you know the time frame with which we're all agreeing that we're in 
is you know more is is you know where we are the 2000s or whatever which doesn't seem too far off from like the 90s as much you know and then in terms of history like before we were born you know we know we see that in books and you know there's like you know we know there is a history but like really we don't you know like us right. like us three and our and the, when we were born like we could have been born into the simulation where this history is is like you know somewhat engineered and agreed upon and even the future these ideas of the future like the future doesn't exist the past only exists in memories and in books so we really only have like the now 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 so my my theory i guess is that we don't we're not really we're just we're just setting on a time we're just like yes this will be this time and this is what things look like and let's like run through it <laughs> but there is actually you know no real conceivable past just a constant of us being in the moment in the moment in the moment um and then when our physical being dies like our window into that reality you know ceases to be this is a window into that simulation this is kind of a tangent but but maybe related the most like metaphysical you know not you know outside of uh christianity type of thing thinking i did when i was a kid mm. was that uh i wondered if there was like some sort of like spiritual realm or some sort of extra yeah. dimension spiritual dimension or something in which all of our souls or the soul i wouldn't even say because when you think of soul you're thinking of some like ethereal uh you know low opacity version of yourself <laughs> floating around <laughs> that looks like that looks like a body nice yeah <laughs> from some some fucking new age I, I album a, from the 90s i think, of a, I think in a, of a nebulous ball of light oh really something. i i think yeah. of like a human shape but like but like low opacity like yeah. pretty translucent I think, I, I think i think the whole idea of the human and the individual exists within this reality or quote-unquote simulation I, you know i not, you know i have nothing to base this on but i guess the way i would interpret the soul as being this other type of life force that is like driving this machine that is my body that is you know right so that 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 connects with what i was thinking where yeah I, th I i thought that perhaps in the spiritual uh dimension or whatever that that we were all kind of like psych psychically connected to our yeah. bodies here yeah why and then maybe there's like some dimension overlay where that where they're right on top of each sure. other but yeah, the right, the right, com completely transfused with each other or, or whatever, but also at the same time entirely separate. Yeah. And yeah. and why I thought that I don't know, but I, I think you know that's like some interesting stuff I I could connect with all this. Yeah, I always like the way that Bill Hicks would put it uh, in his in his stand up when he would talk about how you know it's just a ride. You know, it's like we always taking this thing seriously and this thing not seriously enough and it's just like you know we only have so much time to do it as far as we know and it's just like right in in a spiritual sense it's just like you know it's just a ride it's just an illusion it's just an experience you know the i mean in the illusion too uh connected with me you know and i'm sure you guys as well when you know you think about people that become famous we grow up watching movie stars and all that right. again i'm going to be going all kinds of tangents in this conversation i guess but sure uh, we grow up thinking about movie stars and, and, and music stars and rock and whatever. And people, the basic idea is people, people with legacies. Yeah. And, yeah. and, 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 and like legacies, it seems, it seems to me that people, a lot of people really want to, to, to have, have one, but how many millennials are already starting to not give a fuck about Michael Jackson? And it's only right. been like yeah. like less than ten years. How many people give a fuck yeah. about some Roman emperor? Okay, maybe those guys left yeah. a real legacy, a couple of them. But <laughs> right. I mean, think about ten thousand years from now when we're living on fucking some other Earth. Yeah. Oh, people will be listening to Thriller. <laughs> I can guarantee that they'll forget about Roman emperors, but Thriller yeah. will go down as one of the greatest pop albums of all time, my friends. I mean, I, I'd, I'd like to think so, but will it will it sound old? I mean, fucking, I mean, people don't give a fuck about Elvis anymore, and he was the biggest Antiquated. star in the world for a while. Yeah, it'll I, mean, sound I, I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't think it's like if they give a fuck about him, like it's just like, but people, you, you know, who the fuck Elvis Presley is, you know? 
but I, I wonder in like a yeah. thousand years, it's hard to it's hard to say because like people in the Roman Roman times, they didn't have like recording devices and shit. Well, even even kids now that I know born in like '98 don't but, know what Close Encounters of the Third Kind is. You know, oh yeah, that, for sure, that, man. That to me was huge. You know, that was a, like even though it was before I was born, it was just like that was a huge tentpole of like science fiction. When we're talking about science fiction, people usually start at The Matrix, which is crazy. Which but I mean, cool. we're like, we, we still know what Beowulf is, and that's fucking old as shit. Yeah. That's true. That's a true legacy. Uh, and I mean, that yeah. doesn't mean the millennials or like any other new generation coming up is going to fucking remember that or give a shit about it. It's all about what you give a shit about at this point. Like, if you want to know it, it'll be there. Yeah. You right. Know? That, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's exactly. all like, because I mean, and I that, can that, ask like kids that are just like tw- 19 years old, like, like I, could, I the other day I was like, oh hey Christine, you're into like pop punk kind of like emo, hardcore stuff. I was like, oh, are you gonna go see Thursday because they're playing here Saturday? And she's like, who the fuck's that? It's like, you know, do you think she's gonna know what the fuck like uh, Paradise Lost is? You know, probably not. She probably doesn't give a shit. You know, right. But it's just like it's all like I don't know. I mean, you just got like, I have no idea. I mean, fuck yeah, you could be right that. No one remembers what the fuck Thriller is or Beowulf gets lost forever, but I'd like to think that because there are printed versions and the internet does exist and there are digital forms of these things now that it will go on forever. Yeah. I mean, we'll uh, see. Every, everything's fleeting, though, at the same time, so I, there, I wonder, I, I really wonder. There is a convenience factor to things nowadays, kind of like what Maddie was saying. Sometimes I wonder you know, about our streams on our Facebook at a certain yeah. point, they become so tailored to you. You know, you're 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 the only one getting all of that information in that order, in that way, going into your brain, coming at I you. So it. everybody's. You ever take a look at somebody else's Facebook? It's fucking weird. It's like Dude, somebody I, else wearing your shoes. You know what I mean? By, like I, wearing I, your yeah, coat. <laughs> exactly. By the way, uh, I know this isn't what the point you're making, but uh, yeah. Mike, who's been on the podcast, the Game of Thrones correspondent, yeah. he says he doesn't block me or anything. And he subscribes to, or he's he's press liked on on the Superhouse podcast page, yeah. but he still doesn't get the updates when we up when we fucking really? uh, have a new uh, episode. Yeah. I'm guessing it's, it's like a frequency what the fuck, thing, you know? It's yeah, because like, a lot of sites that we follow, they probably queue up articles to publish all throughout the day. Right. You know I mean, and and we're 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 posting one here, one there. It really, yeah, really like. It's it's the flow and frequency at which people like certain pages, click on certain things from certain pages, and you know, like like all that all that that's channeled into us. So it's like there's a there's an element of convenience to this whole thing, which I think speaks to not only like the simulation theory, but also like survival instincts that are ingrained in the way that the human animal perceives the world. Like there's certain things that unwillingly unknowingly shut out of our perception because they don't factor into our survival they don't factor into our you know like our daily lives or whatever that's so exactly like, exactly yeah. right yeah so something like 80 so percent of our thinking is non-human or pre-human 85 percent oh i love that um <laughs> so it's, so Ooh, it's I love that. <laughs> pre-human that's the name of my fucking next ep <laughs> there, there was a metal band called early man Early man, I like early man. Yeah, uh, primitive man from Denver. What up? Um, <laughs> What's up, bro? But, you know, it's like it's uh, now. Now I think it speaks. Well, I think it says volumes about the way that we perceive whatever this reality is, simulation or no. There are there are little ticker signs within social media and the way the 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 ways of convenient information that we're ascribing to. And not only that, it's moving so much faster now. So like. Our, our, our whole idea of time is going to come into play. I, you know, I was, I was thinking today, is it going to be a gradual changeover to this like high future? Will we even notice it? Or is it going to be like overnight, just advancements? Boom, 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 boom. They say it's exponential, you know, so it's nuts, man. I mean, think about, we didn't, yeah. have, none of us, all of us were just getting on AOL in like 97. Yeah. yeah. And now look at it, you know, iPhones it's, it's came nuts. out what, five or six years ago, right? 2008, something like that. Yeah. It's been like yeah, almost 10 some years. Type of smart. Yeah smart device and dude you know, if you go back to fucking look at a fucking uh, uh like an episode of something from 2007 2008 a lot of that shit on netflix is still four mm-hmm. three because yeah. people in fuck not nobody had like widescreen tvs until like 2010 yeah yeah it's it's crazy to think about the but wire that's... man the wire that first couple yeah. seasons is all shot that's on like right. video man that yeah it is that shit's not widescreen like they won't do like a 
I don't know if there's a Blu-ray release, but like, what's the you know what's the point? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah like, widescreen <laughs> iTunes release or streaming yeah. release, whatever the fuck it is now. Yeah, it's it's that footage doesn't exist. Those extra those extra inches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't they release them HD eventually? Like they re-edited them, pan and scan them, or some shit. I don't know. If, as far as I know, at least the first season, they they, they shot it that yeah. way, so there is no extra like fucking. True. true. Yeah, that's true. So I don't know there. if like if like seasons three through five, they were like, oh shit, we got a budget now, so let's shoot yeah. this shit like a film. But you know, I know, I know, like it, there was something else that was coming out too that was also like. Oh yeah, we're not going to do that because it's. I think some of the X Files was that way too because that's the way they shot like the first yeah. couple of seasons. Um, so like, there's like, well, wow, there is a Blu-ray of all the X Files though, but I don't know what it looks like. I kind of want to watch my X Files shitty at least the first couple of seasons. It's just like adds to the the X Files, <laughs> you know, you know, nostalgia. nostalgia of it. It's like I need like a. I need like a bubble TV or whatever to watch that shit on. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, right. Like, mm, there it is. That's uh, a thing in the retro gaming community is to buy an old CRT. I've seen well, people I mean, talk like, about that online a lot. It's like people are like, oh, is Blu-ray like when Blu-ray first came out? I was like, nah, I'm not into it. But some movies changed my mind. Predator, the thing. But then it's like I'd watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre on it. I'm like, nah, I want to watch this on a shitty VHS, dude. That's like Texas Chainsaw Massacre needs to be watched on a shitty VHS tape. My, my friend that has has kids, she she posted this picture of her of her kids watching Homeward Bound. She goes, they're watching Homeward Bound. Period, on VHS. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Blew their fucking minds. What the fuck is like, that, mom? Why is it so big? It's like Why is it so Bound? heavy? Homeward Bound is such a fucking VHS movie, dude. That's true. <laughs> That is true. It is a fucking VHS I, I, movie. I loved when DVD came out where you could, you just got to – it was like – when DVD came out, it was like the picture was like a million times better. It's like, oh, my God, this is fucking amazing. And then Blu-ray came out, and you're like, no contest. But um, I liked that DVD era when the, tr the transition of some of those VHS, good VHS films, when you got to see just a little bit clearer was nice. They were yeah. making money hand over yeah. fist too because yeah. VHS was pretty expensive to make. Uh, yeah. When DVD came out, it was better and cheaper, and that's why, you know, like Joey always said, they, they had so many uh, bonus features at the time because they, they didn't know where to put all this extra money, man. I mean, that was there was a huge boom in people buying movies yeah. at the time because mm -hmm. DVD was the shit, and, and Blu-ray never really caught caught on like, like, like DVD did. Yeah. <clears throat> well... Well, anyway, so that's, what we, that's what we think about the simulation theory. Simulation, <laughs> yeah, yeah right. went, on, went on a Blu-ray and DVD. <laughs> just, just oh, watch. I, I'm, I'm gonna get my two cents about the Go simulation ahead. theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if I buy into it. I just, I don't know, man. The more like I hear you guys talk about it, and I'm like, that'd be cool. Yeah, I'm just gonna be the person that's like, nah. Just don't. Yeah. Not into it, man. I just. And plus, yeah. it's like I, I don't even want to think about it, honestly. Really? It's just yeah. like if I have that if I have that going on in my brain all the time, like if I do something, be like, oh well, fuck, it doesn't matter. It's a fucking <laughs> program. Who, who gives a fuck? Nihilistic. Uh... Yeah, I just, I just, I, I mean that like listening to you guys talk and like I hear you guys and this is your shit and you love talking about it. And the whole time I was sitting there, I was like, I want to say something, but I also Matt, like, he's like put I just like I'm... foil over his head. Yeah, <laughs> I just, uh, it's it's hard to buy into yeah for me um i just i god i wish i had like a fucking menu i could choose to change my life around a little bit if that was the fucking case like right, you know, yeah. at least change your fucking shoes the, right yeah, yeah. What, what kills me is like elon like freelon musk is, is, all of this just can't be natural like it's entirely impossible for him that none of this is uh, it's entirely impossible that none of this is or that this is natural you know yeah. We, this is not uh, a simulation. I, Why is that so out of the question for for guys? What like about what about the possibility that the internet is far, far more advanced than we think, and it's had an influence since what I don't know when when was it really started? Like the late sixties. Oh, have you yeah, seen Lo and Behold, the fucking Herzog documentary about the internet? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know that like, shit was fucking great. What if that? What if that's the, that organism is kind of like you know some kind of like bubble to our reality? There was a reality. There is a reality. Like in the Matrix, you know, you believe it's 1996, but it's actually 2029 or something. You know, there's we're, we're locked in this cocoon uh, from this internet, this organism that we've 
created collectively and that that, that now is using you know ai and algorithms and our reality because you know i don't know about like up is down left is right you know like black is white nowadays <laughs> like you never know what's gonna happen we're gonna read in the news the next day like even elon musk i was reading like this breaking story earlier about his neural lace project to, oh that's i mean so this guy now, yeah fucking a yeah. i forgot about that this thing that now shit. is like like you know if we're if we have to face ai head on with the fear that it might take us over why not beat them at their own game or keep up you know with this this interface that will connect our brains to our computers which is just the next step you know what i mean it's just like well yeah the like they're thing, they're, they're the saying whole... that, that 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 there might not be any uh, intelligent carbon-based life out there it might be all silicon based yeah, silicon. Yeah, I mean, or... it will will it's transhumanist shit where you know we'll become part of the machine or completely yeah. part of it, and then that's that's the only way that we can achieve yeah. really interstellar yeah. space travel is to is to is to do that and regenerate some silicon based life form and then just yeah. put our fucking brain into that shit. A lot of times, I think <clears throat> that the. I think that like it's 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 mentally centric for for us humans for for people like I think I think our minds are so powerful that they're they're convincing us that this is real. You know what I mean? I think because well, there's nothing else to I'm, there's nothing else really there that you know other than exactly, like us like, getting to this know, point where we can say things like the Matrix. I mean, this really is it. Yeah. For, I mean, well, as far as this. as far as our animal brain is concerned. Yeah, and think about our efforts in in space exploration, space travel, like how far we get out. What if what if we hit a fucking wall like Truman Show, and then the whole oh. illusion is broken? We're just like because then you th- you start to think about like oh my god, there's probably is no afterlife. That probably like well, we are. Uh, I, okay, so one of, one of my friends is a fucking physicist. Okay, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and mm-hmm. I've asked him about this stuff. Um, yeah. You know, we talk about the Big Bang and and that space is expanding. Truth most is people, fiction. most people, when they hear that, they're thinking of just planets and stars uh, separating or, or, or going farther away from each other, which is true. That's what's happening. Okay. The universe as a whole is still expanding. Right. However, right. The, it's not just the things in the universe. The universe itself, space, the void, the blackness. Uh, Blackness. Every 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 uh, uh, law of nature, I guess, is probably involved in this. That also is expanding the actual space. You know, space itself is expanding. And I asked him, so what? What's the what's the edge like? And he said, no one knows. (laughs) Yeah. Totally. I mean, no, no, no. Self-respecting scientist is going to claim that because no one fucking knows. But they do know that. That things are expanding. That's how they know there was a big bang because if you, yeah. if things are moving away from each other, then they were at one point closer to each other. And if they keep going closer and closer and closer to each other, you finally get to an infinitesimal point known as the singularity. That's the black hole yeah. or the big bang. Then poof, that explodes, and then things start separating. And that's and then we come along at some point, in one of these specks of dust. And then Trump. <laughs> yeah, and then Trump right. happens. What the fuck? This, uh, well, that, this upgrade sucks, man. Yeah, we just, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, this is like Can Windows we XP. New? We're living in Windows XP right now. I'm ready Dude, for 2.5, okay. 3.0, whatever the fuck. He's, it's it's ridiculous, man. But I mean, this yeah. this this shit. You know, this there's that's why I love talking about this stuff. That's why I love sci-fi too. It, 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 it yeah. involves all these ideas, and you can like cogitate the universe. The existential uh, aspect to it, I think, you know. Yeah. Uh, the first, the first time I was mind fucked was in eighth grade. I went to marine biology camp for a week. Uh-huh. We were on a trip in the middle of the ocean, like a little snorkeling trip or whatever. <clears throat> and I remember I was just like going along under the water, you know, checking out the bottom. It looked like the was about six feet below me, but there's there was some refraction or some kind of like lensing i mean not refraction some lensing to the because that was probably a lot farther down than i thought did you just perceive it as being closer to you right um so i was like i better get back to the boat i've gone awfully far away from it and as i turn around (laughs) i see just like the the surface of the ground drop beneath me like like it looked like it fell at a super fast speed because of that lensing and i was actually you know probably god who knows maybe a hundred feet from what i thought was six feet and then as that fell off, I look ahead of me, and it's the deepest, darkest, 
black blue like non-color you ever saw and i swear like that was the void staring into me <laughs> and it was from the, that was when i that was when i was as a as a human being staring at that looking at that like my brain computing that was me i'd never felt more insignificant in my entire life and i'm in eighth grade you know what i mean and from that That's day crazy. forward from that day forward everything changed because I told my brother about it, he's like, "That's you, that's called staring at God or looking in at God or something like that." He said, "That's an awesome conversation, you know, you're just, man." You're God smacked, you're awestruck, you're you know, it's probably akin on a much smaller percentage, but probably akin to when astronauts stare at the planet, you know, and see themselves as something greater, something grander, or whatever. That you know, at that moment, I I was like, I was like, I was like, you know, was, I could go one or two ways. I'd be like, oh my god, I'm so small, I'll never amount to anything. What I do, nothing that I do matters because I'm such a tiny little speck in the universe, just a piece of dust. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But in the actuality, like it went the other way, and I was just like, that insignificance kind of gives me power. I f I feel like you know, as small as I am, I could utilize the resources around me to create a life that I want to live, a type of person that I want to be, and blah blah blah. And then, then from there, it was like. It was constant and like and then and then when I started smoking pot, it was like <laughs> super, super drive. <laughs> but I, I live for this. I mean, one of the like what I said earlier, it's talking about like your epiphany moment. Um, yeah. I mean, I had a lot of the, I had like a lot of mini ones when I was a kid. I had a black holes yeah. book and, and, and stuff like that when I was like in eighth grade, too. And um, I loved researching that type of stuff. And and uh, and anything involving quantum mechanics and the nature of reality or. Or, or, or anything yeah. like that, and, you know, I think we're going to see, we're going to redefine how we see reality more and more yeah, as time goes along. Definitely. And I think, uh, you know, they, yeah. they say a fact is stranger than fiction. You know what I mean? Like I truly believe that in terms of stuff like this, yeah. like the, the deeper we get uh, scientifically, it, the stranger it gets, the more unfathomable it starts to seem to where only math can explain it. You know what I mean? That's like, it's like, the only way that we probably can, unless, yeah. it, 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 unless we get to the point where we can really start to experiment. Yeah. I don't know how we that's, could do that's that. That's where artificial intelligence will then come in handy because it can do these massive computations of this type of data that we originally would have spent, you know, up to 20 to 50 to 60 years on, um, where these, 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 this, these intelligences will be able to do it in an instant. You know what I let mean? Let me let me blow your mind again, bro. Do numbers uh, even yeah. exist? Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Here's the other thing: is think about if, it. What, think about it. There's two. Let's, for <laughs> yeah, example, there's there's two there's two or three apples. Uh huh. Okay. We have the concept of in our heads that there's two and three. Yeah. But w where does that two or three that number? That's just a way we. That's just a way that we're. Uh, that's a mental framework for us to count. Yeah. The only thing that exists in reality are apples, those apples. You know what I mean? Right, right. Now that right. I say it, I think totally. I weird myself out, but it's yeah. well, no, it's like it's it's the you know what I used to think about? I still think about um laying out $100 in dollar bills to yeah. taking a step back and being like this is what 100 looks like. This is the face of 100, not as a count not as a mode of language, but as an object, you know, 100 as some kind of thing. You know what I mean? So you see that like, oh, it's like, when you look at a hundred dollar bills laid out, it doesn't look that big. But when you, you know, you're a kid, you think a hundred dollars, like I know all the types of shit I can buy with a hundred dollars. Right. Like next time you have a bunch of cash, like lay it out. You know, I, I just used to think in terms of that. Or if I had like, you know, 20 pens, a pack of 20 pens, lay them out. This is what 20 looks like in pen form. You know what I mean? Like, it's a strange way to think of things, but but it's it's breaking it it's breaking it into these different sections of the brain where it's not normally perceived. I'm terrible at math. I try my damnedest. Like I'm getting better at counting because I'm making more money. But other than that, I'm terrible. I'm terrible at math. So but it's I've like it's like it's like math. Is, math, like math is only something that 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 it seems like math and numbers are only something that exists in our as a way for us to understand things. And and of course, it's programmed into computers. But yeah. Um. But. God, now that I started to explain it, I feel like I, <laughs> I understand it less. But yeah, <laughs> it's it's right. yeah. There's I don't know. I'm I, whatever, dude. There, there, <laughs> I'm, blow, the, I'm blowing my brain here. Also, I can't fucking think. Here's the other consideration too: is like perhaps our evolution will only allow us to go so far, 
and well, you know, our, whole... we're we're more than likely engineering our own evolution at this point, don't you think? As far as uh, true, if we yeah, cy- yeah cybernetics in, and stuff like that. In, in embracing that, yeah, I think in embracing that, definitely, we, we're going to have to. We're really going to have to within probably within our generation. That's just how it's. I mean, if we're making space, I mean, evolution yeah. has to do with the environment, right? And if we're yeah. making spaceships going a whole other fucking, we're going to be in space for a lot, a lot of the time. Yeah. We're going to be going to a whole other fucking uh, worlds and shit. Yeah. And on top of that, genetic... faster, live longer. You know, space travel is not going to be quite as bad if we can live for about 300 years. I know, right? And, you know, and think about like years. China's doing all kinds of shit with CRISPR right now. You heard about that shit? That's the the genetic, uh, not um, what it's called. Um, it's where they they're changing the genome and stuff. Yes, it's just gen- genetic, genetic engineering. It's 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 Gattaca shit. They're really doing it. Yeah, and it's, um, it's no, not yeah, happening, it's happening in the West. It's not happening in the West that much because of ethics it's violations. But China doesn't China doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, if that's starting right now in 2017, think about it in like 2057. That, yeah, that's I what mean, I'm saying. It, it's going to be nuts. And 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 so that's that's there you go. We're editing our own fucking genetics. Yeah, <laughs> that's Imagine... fucking. We're ed- that's uh, us steering the course of our own evolution. You know already. Right. Yeah, and think you know like one thing is like think of the influence that are like science fiction, the speculation that's in science fiction, the influence that has on our current reality you know what i mean star trek they had a replicator and then you jump to yes. 2014 they have a 3d printer called the replicator you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah in a way like yeah we're writing our own future and like you know we're looking ahead that's why i always love science fiction um dang i was gonna say something about what we were talking about before but i forgot uh but it's yeah, okay. we'll have to we'll have to adopt we'll have to adopt the artificial intelligence as a part of us think about how important all the information is on your phone and how connected you are to that thing you take it with you everywhere you know what i mean it's in your pocket right. you keep it in the one pocket like whatever so you know think about what it's going to be like like you're saying in 2057 with our phones there probably won't be phones it'll probably be something connected to our body or in our body that we send and receive messages from you know it's, it's gonna be it's, fucking nuts it, going into kind of like gonzo territory this it, it, it makes me think of 2012 because um, the whole idea about 2012 in a very literal kind of westernized uh, sense was that it was the end of something, the end of the world, the end of civilization, the end of this, the end of that, you know, but the way it was designed in the Mayan uh, time structure was that it was a cyclical, you go through these cycles of like birth, death and rebirth, birth, death and rebirth, kind of like reincarnation, but with but a lot more chaotic. Um, but you know, like when people were talking about 2012, they were talking about like this transcendence of humanity going beyond itself, you know, this time that's gone beyond itself. I feel like we've rebooted the cycle into the next like turn of what, do you think that smartphones are, are what kicked off that in 2012? Like Steve Jobs's iPhone keynote in 2012 is what is, was the turning point that the Mayans predicted. Sure, I think a lot of our our physical technology is a big part of that. But I also think, I mean, I I can't really say for like L.A. or even Cincinnati or whatever, but here in Denver, there's a lot of like energy talk. You know, people talk about people's vibes a lot. People talk about, oh, that dude's energy is kind of weird. I don't know how. Dude, that shit's not really in L.A. And let me tell you, I know that that's a fucking um, stereotype of L.A. And that might have been more Mm -hmm. true in the 80s. And they all moved to Arizona because yeah, yeah. Arizona and, and Denver, you know, like Denver's a very kind of like, you know, it's very hippie, obviously, but it's like also it's spiritual in a lot of different ways. And it, there's this like there's this metaphysical kind of perception, even on the day to day with people when you're talking to them about these energies, but, you know, being shared and flowed and blah, blah, blah. So as a, <clears> as a skeptical <throat> person, a lot of that, yeah. a lot of that often feels like. And I'm saying a lot, I'm not saying all, but I'm saying a lot of it right. feels like people just want to believe in that shit and it's a lot of it. They just don't really do a lot of research into it being true or not. Right. Right. Of course it's going to depend on the individual, but, uh, yeah. It, I mean, it, I, think I don't it has know, to do with a lot with like how sensitive you are. A lot of what I think about is like reading the air, you know what I mean? Like reading the air of yeah. the people around you, getting a sense of their personality, getting a sense of their body language, you know, like the emotional right. kind of context that you're, you're sharing with the people around you. 
you know that's one thing that's you can you can describe that as anything but i don't think that's so far-fetched like it's some kind of superpower whatever what i was getting at was you know with the whole 2012 thing is like i feel like in a lot of ways we can we can the awkwardness we face in life is a is an is a product of us not perceiving that we can kind of read each other's minds we can read each other's bodies you know just with the look in the eyes just like you know they say eyes are the window window to the soul if you connect eyes with somebody sometimes it's really awkward and really powerful and other times it's like really nice but also still really powerful you know a lot of people shy away from eye contact because it's that it's that window um it's like it's too much or you feel so like you, you look at you I feel like you're a weirdo a for staring at somebody for so long <laughs> yeah I, I have a staring you know? problem i realize this i have a fucking staring problem what um, what that reminds me of, and again again might be just loosely connected, but yeah. So I went to go uh, film. I never actually filmed it. We just talked about it, and then she never called me back. I went to go film this uh, documentary on Japanese drumming called Taiko, Taiko yeah. Drums. Love it. They're really good, and uh, they're the Taiko group of LA or whatever. And uh, she's from Japan, and. She runs this group in L.A. now, and she said that in Japan, you never really have to make a rule book. People just follow. They just read the air. Yeah. You just you join the club and, and, and you just if somebody else does it, you watch it and you just do what they do. Yeah. Whereas in, in America, they, she said that they have to add a new rule to the rule book every fucking year because people just don't get it. <laughs> yeah. When at this time we totally. do this and then at this time we do this. Yeah. And so, and so break, for Japanese breaks, people, it breaks the. Uh, hold on one second. For Japanese people, that's one of the reasons that Americans can seem so fucking dense, you know. Yeah. It, it's it's like yeah. why don't you get it? I, you've seen me do it. Why aren't you just copying this? You're in this group, aren't you? Yeah. But at the same time, yeah. I think that there might be just culturally there's social cohesion and there's, you know, only well, one race there, and that that can maybe. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of factors there. So, um. Anyway, what, what were you gonna say? Um. No, no, I forgot. Well, not that I forgot, <laughs> but you know, like the, I, 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 that idea about like reading the air and stuff like that. Like, I think I don't. Know, maybe it's just me, and maybe I read too much into things. But I feel like, like I used to think being like a sensitive guy was um gay, was like a flaw. It was like yeah, super gay was like some kind of flaw, like a chink <laughs> in my armor or something like that. But I think being sensitive, either emotionally or or empathetically. Um, is 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 like a leg up. It's like a good. It's a good power. You know. It's like a good ability that all humans have to be able to like yeah read the signals that are coming from everybody because we put off a fair amount of electricity from our bodies. You know what I mean? Like that's not just going nowhere. You know, if we could see the spectrum of light more than just like the percentile that we can perceive, we would see all kinds of crazy shit going on around us. We'd see fart clouds and fucking like body <laughs> lightning and and. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, I don't know. All so you're saying you wish you were even more sensitive? Yeah, but I don't. But I wonder if my human, f f the frailties of the human being would be able to handle it. More than likely not, unless you had like a, some sort of crazy yeah. brain upgrade. I mean, the reason that yeah, we exactly. ignore a lot of shit is, is because a lot of it's just Neural not necessary to, for survival. <laughs> right. It's, it's not necessary so for, I mean, we're, we're this, approaching this, a definitive moment. Here. Like one of the things that this reminds me of is that uh, and, and this is in one of the TED talks I watched a long time ago, but they said that uh, yeah, the reason that people are superstitious and religious at all is because there is a fucking um, advantage to that. Seriously, yeah. where if if you're if yeah. you're pre-human and you're a fucking um, pre-human slash kind of monkey looking humanoid, <laughs> but you know, a hundred thousand years ago, you hear something in the bush. You might as well just believe there's something there. True. You might as well and, believe it's a demon. <laughs> yes, kind and of you run deity. and you run you run the fuck away. Yeah. Whereas the guy that was skeptical was like, I don't know. Let's go <laughs> check it out. That he motherfucker gets his dick died. Bit off. And that so the people that the the, the prehumans that were uh, that were su superstitious, they were actually the survivors. So yeah. So that's why that's one of the theories anyway. I don't. I mean. Yeah. No one was fucking there to read a fucking pre-human's mind, okay? But this is a theory that that's the reason why mind. why humans are so religious worldwide. Yeah. 
You know, yeah. this there's something deep in us that goes beyond culture. Everybody yeah. made this shit up. <laughs> based on the you know thunder and lightning yeah. or whatever the fuck or trying to explain death yeah. and the afterlife everybody in the fucking world did this so it has to it's species wide is what i'm saying yeah so it probably has to do with with you know being superstitious is actually a trait that's conducive to survival yeah i think there's a lot um you know because it, it, it it's an it's an it's an agreed upon set of like values um in in religious terms that that you know kind of it keeps you within the yard it keeps you in the yard safe in the yard you know how the yard works do your yard work do your chores right bed make dinner blah 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 you know like all that stuff it's it's a way of life that people you know in different religions it's a way of life for people islam christianity judaism that is like so I guess has worked regionally and, you know, for, for, for large groups of people in order to keep them. Cause a lot of people say, you know, like religion is a way to keep people enslaved mentally by, by, you know, the higher ups or whatever, like, you know, the Romans right. used a type of, you know, created Christianity basically to control their blah, blah, blah. But, um, but I think it's more like, it's like, like that agreed upon, like collective consciousness kind of like, this is going to keep us safe. So by upholding these values, we will protect these values you know, by any means necessary, basically, because it's a way of life that is is understood by a certain type of people. Well, yeah, but the only reason that those people exist, this is connecting with what you're saying, is is yeah. the only people that the the only prehumans that were alive to pass on their genes were the superstitious ones, and this, you know, it's it's evolution, yeah. natural selection. So the ones that were skeptical, yeah. a lot of those guys died off. Yeah, it's so, so it's so interesting. Yeah, <laughs> make, past do that for a hundred thousand years, cavemen, whatever, living in fucking forest, Amazonian tribes, yeah. or whatever the fuck, you know, you have a, a species that is highly superstitious and believes shit that's not the fuck there. Yeah, <laughs> because right. that's that's what shaped our fucking. That was one of the things that shaped our evolution. Um, right. It's yeah. The, you yeah. Know, man. It's, again, this is my big thing is like mythology, and mythology has it's 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 a necessary component for our survival you know it's like we tell as human beings we tell ourselves stories you know we tell each other stories to navigate the world to understand the reality that we're in and and within those stories there becomes embellishments and you know well-traveled parts of those tales um that then are agreed upon as fact right <laughs> you know or, or you know right. this is the way the story goes and as the story changes you get those different splinter factions or whatever um, but but that mythology in its most re reduced down to its most simple symbolism, um, those symbols can be found in every type of story. You know, there there is a base like understanding of our human being. You know, of our of our human experience. The human condition. The human condition, and and we reiterate these tales for us for ourselves anywhere from you know Sumerian hero myths to fucking captain america civil war you know the same stories are being told the same symbols are there um and it has i think there's a basic a to, it yeah it has it's a, respect it's like, it's like, for it's respect yeah. for strength i think a lot of that stuff yeah. and all this heroic tales mainly involving men yeah it's there's a respect there's, sure. there's a respect for strength that's what it boils <laughs> to down me, to to me it's, the, re the, the, yeah, the same to reason me. that we put comic books on our walls is almost the same exact reason that people put their daddy's spear that killed that warthog that almost killed their tribe yeah, up yeah, in their the, fucking the, teepee the or whatever the fuck. The, the legacy you know, of the story. The legacy of the story and, and, and that strength that saved us and the strength that, that needs to inspire this generation. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think my, that there's my, a definite human connection to all those things. Yeah. My, my point more so was like, I feel like mythology, our understanding of our own mythologies is like the blind man's walking stick. You know, it's this, it's this thing that helps us guide ourselves forward through time and history and whatever. Um, that right. is like a necessary, it's just as necessary as the, as the need for our thumbs, you know, that gives us dominance over the, you're animal, saying, you know? you're saying the myth myth is as important as anything else is anything actually real. Is that what you're Say saying? I'm going to cut out for a second. You're saying you're saying myth and, and making myths and story making, storytelling is as important as having thumbs. Is that 
essentially it? <laughs> absolutely yeah yeah I think, okay yeah, I guess it's you. as important as having thumbs and it's as important as, as knowing how to hunt you know it's like right 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 in, in the survivalist type of sense uh, at least and, for us humans you know that's like that's like, you know, we have all our conversations about like geekdom and like the movies that we love and the comic books we love and stuff like that. And it's like, you know, we get this, there's a stigma around that. Maybe not so much anymore, but, but there used to be about like it being so nerdy and just like, you know, like a waste of time. But I think there's, I think any way that we can, we can, you know, by through mythology and storytelling, like understand things around us, connect with things around us is like a powerful tool, you know? And so like, it never feels like a waste of time to me to watch a movie. You know what I mean? It's like I'm learning something about myself. It's like true, but it's interesting you bring this up because I mean, one of the reasons that uh, like this year, and one of the reasons I travel too, and one of the reasons that I want to do scuba, and I'm thinking about even doing like a, a, a not maybe not flying, but the gliding lessons or something. I don't know. I'm going crazy this year, nice. but I, I, I want I want the myths and the stories that I watch to influence my real life as well. I mean, one of the biggest things for me is like Uncharted. I've loved all those games so much, and the travel aspect of those games, I think, is just so amazing. Yeah. I haven't been to any of those locations. Well, I have been to Italy, and they go to Italy. One of them. But yeah. I, I think that it's important for the myth, the myths that you're into, the stories that you're into, it's important for, for that to carry on into reality. Yeah into your real life of course i, I, I mean well. travel costs a lot of fucking money and all that type of shit but yeah at the same time we're all going to die one day as well so i mean everybody has different goals yeah. too everybody has different fucking goals yeah. i understand that yeah but for me personally my goal I, I i don't want it to just end when the movie ends yeah i i want to carry that into in reality, I guess I'm repeating myself, but like I started working out because I got so yeah. into Man of Steel. Actually, like I, I started, I started reading every fucking Superman comic that I could get it in my hands on. Man, you know, oh, I never yeah. thought I would. Like Superman was just the most plain, boring character you could fucking think of. To, and then yeah. I saw the Man of Steel trailer, and I really liked that movie. You yeah. know, despite its flaws, there was something to it. And yeah, and just a tangent on a tangent, but. Uh, I think after being atheist for so long, there was something that struck my spiritual chord yeah. when I saw Man of Steel, and that's why I resonated with it so deeply, uh -huh. because that, that it was a character I knew was fake, of course, but it was still just as grand as these, as just as grand as any religious figure, yeah, and it, and it had all the same messages, so yeah. Yeah, and, totally. And, and so that's that's just that's just, and then I, it does have a sci-fi aspect as well. He's an alien, and all this kind of shit. So I, I was, I found myself ex very much into uh, Superman. So um, don't we all feel a little alien from time to time? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> and then from from that, I guess I started going to the gym. I was like, you know what, I I need to do this. And then now it's like you know what, Uncharted and and, and like I told you one time. I started like wanting to really learn Japanese before I wasn't yeah. going to be able to anymore but from watching one of the Bourne movies. Whenever he, I think the first one, whenever he speaks Russian and some oh, other really? languages, yeah, yeah, I was like, dude, I have to do this or it's it's never that's going to happen. It's like now or never. So I yeah. think that maybe that's a part oh, of my wow. personality <clears throat> that's a little bit crazy or something. But I, I, yeah, I really want to connect that 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 mythical world with with my own life. That's totally. how connected yeah. I am with and, these things. And as like film guys, uh, that you know, that's that's always been, I think, the the end goal is, you know, like what Maddie says a lot of the time about, you know, like I go to the movies so I can see something I've never seen before. You know, I think that's a yes, huge yes drive for the artist, for the filmmaker, for whoever. You know, what I mean, to see something come into fruition, it makes you feel like a god. Kevin Smith's tusk and a god. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. And. uh <laughs> And, you know, just it, we are, you know, we're reflecting those stories reflect in us when we resonate with those kind of things like they reflect outwardly, you know, right. In, in the way we, we, we kind of like, you know, I always love the crow, you know, and I have this affinity for like darker kind of like stories and stuff like that. 
And a lot of my physical look is just like, I just want to look like the crow. <laughs> so, so I did Especially what I could. It, to get it'll that run close, deep, though, right? You know? It runs yeah, deep. But it, you, yeah. yeah, it's evoked through, like, I'm a channel of that sentiment, like, through that mythology. And, you know, it just it serves me in my life, whatever that is, whatever that is. Your life, your, your, own, your own narrative. It exactly. Becomes, yeah, yeah. It, it's part of that narrative in, in, yeah. in some way, just because yeah. you're inspired by it. Yeah. And I think, you know, and, and back to the whole simulation thing, I think, you know, if you if you can think it, it can exist, you know, and I, even to go so far as like, if you believe it, it does exist. I mean, um, we look, I mean, I don't, I don't know if this is think, the, the exact know, thing that you're thinking of, but any invention that we've thought of seems to be coming true. Very spiritual. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Any invention that we've thought of seems to be coming true. It just takes some time. It's like it takes it, almost time, right? almost it takes, every it takes almost every fucking idea. thing in sci-fi is coming true. I mean, yeah. al almost every it takes single an fucking idea thing. of time. Yeah, that's like you know that's why Arrival fucked me up so much is because when you take out the component of time, then what of the overall life? Was that Einstein's favorite? Um, fa look, yeah, I'm pretty sure Einstein said this. Anyway, uh, time <laughs> uh, exists so everything doesn't happen all at once. You know, yeah, that's yeah. some shit that can blow yeah. your mind. You know, it's a, yeah, it's it's a compartmentalization of this. You know, it's like it's when you see the folder on your desktop and you preview it for a second to see all the different files that are in it, and then you close it up. Shit, of a moment, but that information and all those that information is mo moments. Say it again. Um, you broke up a little bit. Like hack my. No, sorry. Uh, I was just saying, like, you know, it's what you were just saying. It's kind of like it was on your desktop with contents within and then set it back to being just the one folder. You know what I mean? Wait, can you explain kind of that like, exactly? I'm not I'm not following that analogy. Because um, we were just talking about, like, you know, the, the uh, time exists so everything doesn't happen at once. Right. You know, I'm saying visually in my head, I see, you know, a folder on your desktop that is, you know, it's time. The, the folder is time. You And you preview it open to see the contents of that. So, you know, it's, it's you know, you're, you're perceiving each thing in a stage in its own time within the folders. But when you close it back up, you know, it's kind of like that idea of things happening all at once uh, as opposed to, you know, time exists so everything doesn't happen all at once. So it's like I just saw those things spreading out, you know, like it's like a folder full of files and you spread them out on the table. It's, like it's interesting you have that uh, visualization. My my visual visualization is something like um, how do I say this? So there's three dimensions. There's forward, backward, yeah. up, down, left, and right. Those are the three dimensions. Yeah. Fourth yeah. dimension being time, and the fifth dimension is when you get into hyper hyperspace. That's the actual. Um, yeah. I think anyway. Again, I'm not a fucking scientist, well, but. Yeah, the, and, that, and that's, that once yeah. you get in the fifth dimension, you're beyond time. The fifth dimension is something outside of time, so yeah. because so you're then, it's, you're or, then able or, to or look, it's, it, yeah. it encapsulates the whole thing. It encapsulates the yeah. the four dimensions inside of it, uh, yeah. and, and we all, we already know that space and time are are inter, interlinked. I mean, even yeah. we like with Interstellar, we all saw that you know even if a fucking planet's a different size, time's going to be different there. Yeah, it's fucking insane, by the way. So yeah, in different yeah. little pockets of the universe, time is different. So how the fuck do you measure time on the fucking universal scale? There's no fucking <laughs> way. You only do There's it from no the way. fucking the way the Earth, the way you can measure it from the Earth perspective. At least that's how we're doing yeah. it now, because yeah. almost that's, you know that's... every human's on the fucking Earth, except for people yeah, in the, the fucking simulate... International Space Station. That's what I fear with the simulation theory and us like hitting an end of it like Truman Show style. Is that you know there's you know there's a an aspect of what we're what we're doing as scientists as humans trying to get out and see and explore and figure out what's going on that there's maybe a, a wall we're gonna hit to where we can't even it's unfathomable to us the 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 beyond of of our our, our understanding of space and time time travel of humanity of reality you know there's there's the potential of there not being you know this wealth of knowledge it might cap off somewhere for us and keep going beyond that in terms of like um the we, we the workings the inner workings of reality you know it's like it may not even 
we may be too animal to understand it. At well, there, there, yeah, but there's that whole thing where the universe isn't stranger than we imagine; it's stranger than we can imagine. Yeah, and and, and totally. I think that's that's what you're you're trying to hit on. And that's, I know I just I know I just said I don't really believe moderately, responsibly, and smoke plenty of weed. I don't really buy into the fact that those guys didn't see those boats, the the ancient uh, right, uh, but it's, a, it's people a, from it's Barbados a... or whatever the fuck. But <laughs> from an it's analogy, a, it's a functional and, metaphor. It's a it's an well an analogy. It's like a, yeah it's a yeah the analogy metaf- for a concept. Yeah yeah, I think that that will happen in space for us. Yes, we will look at something we won't know. Our fucking yeah. monkey brains won't be able to fucking <laughs> That's what I'm saying. understand what's coming in yeah. through our fucking eyes. Yeah. So without neural lace, we shouldn't be patting ourselves on the back so much. That was episode 67, everybody. Thanks again for listening. This has been a new segment, and we thank you for you know trying it out with us. That's basically it. Um, check you guys later. Peace. Later. This is Stefan from the Superhouse Podcast. Be sure to check us out on Patreon, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and any other godforsaken social media outlet that we that we should be floating on. We are basically on all social media. <laughs> yeah, all social media. Mainly Facebook and Twitter and Patreon. Check out the links in the description. We have a lot of uh, cool goals uh, set up on our Patreon. Like if you donate a dollar you'll be able to uh, give us a topic for us to talk about. And we'll talk about for maybe an hour or more. Who knows how long it'll take. And that's pretty tight. (laughs) That's the coolest thing. (laughs) Wait, we're on the internet? That's pretty good. (laughs) And we can make money. (laughs) What? (laughs) If you donate $1,000, you get full frontal nudes. We haven't set that up, but it's a possibility. (laughs) You give us a grant, who knows what will happen. Check us out. I'll I'll do that. You get to go on a date with one of us for $10,000. <laughs> you pay for everything. <laughs> you get to have your way with Maddie for $20,000. I'm a For $30,000, we'll help you hide a body. Check out our Patreon. Superhouse Gigolo Project 2017. <laughs> Links in the description. <laughs>